Why, hello there. I didn't notice you come in. I was too busy enjoying my Sun King Sunlight Cream Ale and these delicious sweet and spicy Broad Ripple chips. Haven't heard of those before? That's because they're a local indie favorite, just like everyone on today's show. Joining your hosts, Blake and Brian, for episode 48 are returning guests, Katie and Joey. So sit back and listen in as we cover all things Indianapolis in our first episode of Bit by Bit Hip Fire. Okay, so Katie, tell us about the music scene. What do you what's what's up with the music scene? Oh shoot. Uh, well, um, I mean it's vibrant. There's a lot going on. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the one thing that I've noticed, and I, I personally am not a musician, but I have a I keep a lot of company musicians, and I have since I don't know late teens. Um, and just uh, the there is a bit of a clicky nature to it. Um, not always genre specific, but maybe neighborhood specific, and also friend based, like specific i'd love to see people unite a little bit more um and maybe branch out and try to attend more shows and maybe some venues that they don't frequent as much just to sort of like solidify um a scene here in indy right now it seems very segregated and um again maybe not necessarily genre wise but um just i think people get in their comfort zones and like know where they want to be on friday and saturday nights and they um resist any sort of um I don't know, like there's a resistance to branch out and maybe support like a band that's like up and coming or just because you may not have liked that person's last project. One musician that you know of like was in a band so many years ago and you didn't like it and then you're not going to give them a chance like years later and that seems very shallow and I don't know, I'd like to see a little bit more more unity around here but we have a lot of cool, um, there's a lot of cool music coming out of here and um like the way that you can get national and even international recognition is by like standing by each other and showing a little bit more support. So absolutely, um, little little PSA: go support your <laughs> local musicians, guys. <laughs> I've I've got to ask: is is the indie music scene like still really big? Because I remember this would have been like circa, holy cow, still like just coming out of high school. High school, like just coming out of high school. So like. 2005 to 2009 ish like i remember that was life like going to shows the music scene was huge like especially the hardcore scene like when i was back into that oh yeah and i'm, I'm from that uh that background emerson theater and uh irving theater <laughs> oh yeah, emerson was, um we used to go to a lot of like no name shows at the ES Jungle, which is like literally a church basement in Broad Ripple. And it- yeah. I always heard about ES Jungle. I never actually went. I think I was still like a little, I don't know if I, I was just a little bit too out of tune with it or out of touch with it. I was probably like 15, 16 when I started hearing like the term ES Jungle come into like conversation. That and um, what was that place in like uh, Carmel? Uh, was it? Um- oh, um, oh, shoot. There's a big one in Carmel. There's one in Fishers. There used to be shows at the Armory in Anderson. And I mean, it just seems like the hardcore scene yep. was so huge, but it may very well be like still around. I I've just gotten older and fallen out um, with it. I think that it is a little dated, maybe. Um, not a lot of 
What? You don't like hardcore music? <laughs> maybe not. Bro? Maybe not as much anymore. Um, there was a time and place. I mean, my uh, my love for like hardcore music kind of just stemmed from like influence. Just like I was an impressionable like youth, uh, and like a lot of my friends played hardcore, uh, and also it was like uh, a portal to perhaps like uh, I don't know, just like shenanigans in my early adult life. So. Um, like throwing like, potatoes like at holding mailboxes. A, like holding a bottle of dark eyes in the middle <laughs> of a mosh pit, being like a five foot two, like petite human oh. with like just getting belligerently drunk and like thinking that I was cool for it, like being able to hold my own, like us people throw up sure. and stuff. I don't know. That was. Life was all about it was, it was about it was about the release, man. It was the release. Uh, There's this like documentary that came out about uh, hardcore music, like stemming from like I think it was like DC, like punk and DC hardcore that was like talking about uh, yeah the reason we're in. It was like super super fraternal, like. Let's just keep in mind, I feel like that genre is an extremely fraternal genre. Like, there's not a whole lot of room for, like, women in that discussion. Uh, so, like, it was always just, like, these dudes in front of a camera being, like, so about that release, you know, you get in that pit and you just, like, you just, like, you feel united. It's about that. It's an outlet. It's a release. Like, I just, I don't remember the name of this documentary, but I was just, like, face palm. I don't know. It's funny. Um, well, see, I went to Pendleton, and we're known for our country music singers. So, no, the Thorntown's for There's a scene. There's a whole scene. Oh, we had like three semi-famous like country music singers come from my high school, and it's really? kind of funny now. Like, there's one Alex Williams is like he's been a friend of mine for years, but you know, like he gets all famous, and you know he's opening for all these huge names, country tours, and everything. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, "Oh, you know, I went to high school with that guy. I went to high school with that guy." And it's like, "Shut up!" Like you've never said five words to him in your life. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You're like, right, oh, now that yeah. he's famous. Yeah, and then every time he comes to town, like it's always awesome to meet up with him and stuff. And that like it's actually just like last week. Um, Somebody texted me as like waiting on him and was like, oh, I think, uh, you know, I've got Alex Williams table. I was like, oh, tell him I said what's up. And she told him that I said, hey, and he, you know, went on like, oh, my God, I love Joey. Like, tell him I said, hey. <laughs> That's and cool, and so I was like, what, you didn't believe me that I was friends with the guy? Like, but country music. <laughs> Ye of little thing. is popping. <laughs> Man, I want you to tell your story so, from the bar the other night. Yeah, let's hear Bring it. it on. <laughs> What? He's not gonna do it. it. What? Which one? <laughs> the one with the, no, with the bartender no. that you offended. No. So she offended me. Hold on, did you offend a bartender at the bar the other night, and that is the story? Or are you telling a story and uh, regarding? It's it's a little bit of both. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know, oh, Joey. Basically, what it was is like I was sitting there having dinner, minding my own business, and. uh one of my friends was there and like he I don't even remember what the context of the conversation was, but somehow like I got called ugly and she was like joking and going along with it. And like I told Blake, I was like, you ever just have like something so witty on the tip of your tongue and you just don't even think before you speak, you just it just comes out. <laughs> and somebody said something about my ugly mug, and she said something in the regards of like you know, well, I wasn't going to say anything, but since you said it and like without hesitation, God, I'm such a without hesitation, like came out of my mouth. I was like, you're a Midwest seven, a West Coast five at best with a decent personality. And her face, 
Oh, no. And immediately, immediately. Pull out the like, sliding scale. Pull say? up like the numerical scale. You're not that boy. <laughs> You're already dead. And it was just, it was without hesitation. And I was like, Do I, am I really that guy right now? And I felt I terrible. I got to apologize. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Immediately tried to apologize, but it was too late. I love The deed was done. like that, though. It cracks me I up. I know. That's pretty funny, man. I think Not everybody you, there was like it was really funny for me. Yeah, I Not for you. The irony is, is like I thought it was funny. Nobody else did. <laughs> Definitely not her. Yeah, well, she'll recover. Don't call me ugly. I'm sensitive. Yeah, she'll get over <laughs> herself. Sensitive. That's what I said. She'll get over it. <laughs> we all will move on. None of us are safe from the uh, the critical remarks of the rest of our people. No, yeah. no one is sacred. Of J Tro. Of J Tro. so the uh uh music scene what about uh, what are some good local food places? What's what's the place? Somebody's in town. You're like, oh, we gotta we gotta hit up this place. <laughs> I know uh, one. <laughs> oh, go for it. You can do the honors. <laughs> How about Goose the Market? Goose the that Market. place is pretty yeah. rad. Did you just try to give a shameless plug there? It's you not guys shameless. know that Blake was and in a succeeded. commercial, right? I saw it. Yeah, the tote. No, no. Oh, man. No, you're like steaming milk or something, right? Yeah. Oh, I haven't or, seen that it's, one. It's, it's my hands. <laughs> my hands are in, in the video. And I get it for like milk? half a second just being a goofy motherfucker like usual, you know? Just like being weird and I throwing myself around. I was off that day, and I am so thankful. Oh, Sorry. I had so not, much fun. Not any discredit to uh, the market. Just like a, my, I don't need to be in that. <laughs> being awkward. It's, it was y'all, funny. Y'all look great. It was funny watching <laughs> Garrett and Kevin do it. I was like into it. I'm like, what do you need me to do? Like, where, where, what's my line? You know? <laughs> Throw me in, coach. <laughs> Throw me in, yeah. And then just Garrett and Kevin, I don't think we're into it. Like, I was. Where's my trailer? <laughs> I hate doing Green videos rooms, for work. I like yeah, only exactly. the red M&Ms. <laughs> only the red. Well, I mean, the market does great things. I really, truly believe that we've transformed, like, not only the food culture here over the past 10 years, but like, um, like you see, you can't go to any local restaurant and not see like city ham or like some of our product, like this total product placement. I'm sorry, guys. Sure. But truly like, it's, yeah, uh, it's true. we sculpted this like food culture into something totally. And if like, you know, the owners aren't going to outright say it because they're modest and they wouldn't mm-hmm. like, I really believe that I'm working for a business that like the food scene here would not be the same if it weren't for for goose so um so there i mean obviously yeah like come by get a sandwich but also if you're looking for like groceries and stuff like support like local retailers and um and that's rad but um and then branching off from there i don't know where are I think you guys my favorite located? Restaurant still right now 25th in delaware come on by come on shop. jeff get you a battalion um, <laughs> and uh, uh rook is by far my favorite like sit-in restaurant experience um heard of rook's uh, good carlos salazar does just amazing things um it's just it the menu is so concise there's not a whole lot there they do for um like bowl style dishes with like an egg whether it's like ramen or dan dan um and then like some like steam buns a uh, great cocktail uh a great cocktail program um headed by uh eli 
shoot, I forget his last name. He's going to hate me. Uh, he won't listen to this. Yeah, um, he's not going to hear. <laughs> but the best, like, tiki bar drinks, like, bar none. Um, you know, sorry, Lalrev, like, you're great, but Rook's got, like, tiki drinks and, like, ramen and uh, fried pork products and just everything <laughs> delicious. So, uh, plus always just amazing, like, in 90s hip-hop play, like, blasting over the speakers and... Um, and like great hospitality so that's that's my spot for sure i don't know what about you guys what's like food for you here mm. <laughs> oh I, that's easy that is so easy kumas oh man oh man but that's oh. chicago that doesn't count i guess the fact that they chose <laughs> india as their first yeah outside of chicago location that says something for sure yeah. You guys yeah. know that I worked there for all of like a month, right? <laughs> no, no. Why, why only a month? Uh, I was a host and like promised a, a serving position, but it was just like kind of a slow transition and I was still working at Goose and I just couldn't deal with the um, the double the double duty, so I eventually said see ya, but... I got it. No, still a good spot. Like they, um, back to kind of the music thing. They open up that garage, like they own the garage space across the street, and they'll open up that spot for um, some local shows um, every now and again. I don't know exactly what the zoning looks like for that, and how deeply they'd like to promote that they have shows there sometimes. But um, does it Fountain Square? Fountain Square's already got a pretty big venue, don't they? What's that place called? Oh, Hi-Fi. Yeah, the Mm Hi-Fi. I feel like I see shows there all the time with pretty big names. Yeah, Hi-Fi is probably um, at, the, at the point of, uh, like, outdoing Vogue when it comes to touring acts. Um, they usually bring around some pretty cool stuff. Uh, like, there's not a day, or not a week that goes by where they don't have, like, a fairly recognizable... Well, I would say, like, within through. the past handful of years, like, Fountain Square area has taken a big chunk of the Broad Ripple crowd. Like, yep. Broad Ripple Square's just... Yeah, I was just in Broad Ripple today, and I felt like, I mean, maybe it's due to the weather. It's definitely, like, treacherous, like, with the rain and potholes and flooding, what have you. But it was, like, a very, it was very ghostly. I go to Broad, Broad Ripple, Ripple Broad to Ripple hang today. out with my buddy that owns the barbershop, and we go to George's Tacos and the Alley Cat. Nice. Uh, Alley, oh, Cat yeah. uh, Alley Cat front room. I've just been uh, introduced to uh, uh, Rocket Ship Comedy, who does, like, Sunday night shows at the Alley Cat front room. It's an amazing spot. It is a really cool spot. Uh, but Alley Cat, uh, true if you want to get into some trouble, for sure. Oh, yeah. That's like the first um, time I went there. What was it? Because I was over at Cody's shop, Warflay, shameless plug, Broad Ripple. <laughs> um, but my buddy Cody owns it, and like he was, he finished cutting my hair, and he was like, you want to go grab some lunch? He's like, yeah, I'm going to walk over to the Alley Cat. So I went with him, like not even thinking. Like we go in there and like eat. Food was great. Like dingy old rat hole place in all the perfect ways and rat then like we go, all the perfect ways we go to pay rats dead yeah we go to pay and it's like i noticed the cash only sign i was like well right yeah they got a super rad atm but... tucked in the corner so <laughs> crisis averted <laughs> yeah freaking uh tamale shop that's all i got <laughs> Outside oh, Kumbas. Okay. Yeah. So you just like uh, a mountain square crowd. I like their tacos so far. The Speedway spot? Is that where they originated? Yeah, that's the, the one. That, that's the one where they got the one in the city market. Yeah. I live right next to that one. So. Uh, Talali is a solid, if you're, if you're a Tamale fan, uh, Talali also stands a, a chance, a fighting chance. But. I I actually don't like their tamales. I go there oh. for their, their tacos and their Mexican Ouch. corn. Ouch. That's all right. Ouch. That's all right. <laughs> but hey, we've got two... Uh, 
a disputably remarkable tamale joints in indy so that's good that's fine <laughs> yeah, i'm also i'm also just whatever about tamales it's just it's just weird i don't understand it what the corn it's just a corn husk that doesn't yeah. need to be there <laughs> it's like you're not gonna eat it anyway in the presentation yeah but there's got to so be bundled. some kind of like there's got to be some kind of like manufactured way that it feels like i'm not in some back alley getting getting food out of a trash can because <laughs> Covered in corn husk. Back alley getting food out of a trash can. I'm sure that the uh, the people indigenous to uh, Central America really appreciate yeah, you calling yeah. the tamales on back alley trash food. Back alley trash food. <laughs> in all the right ways. In all the right, in all the right, the right ways. ways. It's beautiful back alley trash food. <laughs> so there's That'll a lot be of the events. title of the episode, bro. Yeah, there's a lot of events that happen in the area. The Taco um, Fest. Taco Fest. Yep. What is Taco Fest? Bacon there fest. was a Taco Festival. Bacon fest. What? Yes. That was Taco Fest. What's that? Uh, let's talk Taco Fest. Let's, let's Taco let's ta- Fest. Let's, let's, taco let's fest talk about it, dude. <laughs> there you go. You got it. Did nobody hear of this or go? Just me. <laughs> just, just me. <laughs> Didn't hear about it. Man. It was they held it at like uh, what is that? Pan Am downtown yeah, that's where uh, the mac and cheese fest is too yeah it's ex- it yeah, was in that the i've exact never same been place. invited to compete in let's bear in mind that i've been a cheesemonger for five years i still have yet to receive an invitation to go to the mac is this going to be like one of those e- what is it the episode of it's always sunny <laughs> where they're like all you have to do is apply <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah probably you're right yep no, it was like uh, it. all the local and like big name taco joints and Mexican joints like in the greater Indianapolis area. They just held like a taco fest and it was like a ticket event, you know, like you'd pay to go in and like your admission, depending on what level, got you say five drink tickets and five taco tickets. And you would just like walk around and you could go up to a vendor, trade a ticket for a taco and then <laughs> mosey on your way. Uh, music. Uh, taco eating contests. They had a DJ that played a lot oh, of Justin man. Bieber. I was into it, and <laughs> it was a good time. I'm down, no judgment. <laughs> Let me ask you: Can you exchange you like you, your five drink tickets for five more taco tickets? No, because it was mm. like tequila and tequila, tequila and tequila. taco <laughs> festival. <laughs> tequila and taco. What is the conversion rate taco. from taco tickets to shroop bucks? Uh, well, the conversion <laughs> is after they finish the taco eating contest and you're standing in line for a good taco, you have the dude running the whole thing give you a bag of Taco Bell soft tacos that they <laughs> didn't use, and then you eat all those while you wait for better tacos. I don't know. Yeah, it was wonderful. Then you could buy that more tickets. Awesome. Uh, I think eventually they ran out. It was the first year but, last but year. just buying tacos. Yeah, it was pretty all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm all right with like taco possibilities, just taco options galore. Tacabilities. Even if it's a pay full price for tacos, if they're just all of the tacos uh, of the city are gathered in one spot, I will, I will indulge in that. When is this? Uh, is there a date? Yeah. Is this already passed for the year? Yeah, it was not this year. It hasn't been this year. This was last year. I That's got to like. be like a summer thing. Yeah, it was like, it like late summer, I think. Let's just assume June 15th or something. I don't know. Let me <laughs> yeah, sure. Google it for you. Be sure it's to attend the Taco yeah. Fest on June 15th at Pan Am. We scheduled it here. Be there. Everybody's going to show up and be like, where's the tacos? I will I will enter the taco eating contest and I will win. I will win. Have you guys seen that episode of... Uh, I'm probably the only one that's watched Samurai Champloo here. Um, there's an episode of... Uh, <laughs> it's like a, an eel and rice eating contest that like... 
the two samurai companions and Fu, like the tiny like girl who's on her little sojourn, they like compete in it and she's like one of the last people standing. I, I don't know. Like I just find that incredible. Anyways, that's nope. discardable. Just <laughs> Fresh out. Sorry. Discard. <laughs> so what Discard. what the heck is what the heck is bacon fest? Is that just the same thing? It's just Bacon? It's just bacon on everything, man. Right. Oh, on everything. It's not just like here's bacon. Here's another. Well, strip no, I of think bacon. you can just get straight up bacon too. Like, right. Sure. Just... <laughs> we're we are just so bacon straight up. At bacon fest? Vegan bacon? Uh, I Is that doubt bacon? It. <laughs> I doubt it. Cue uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, I feel yeah, like it's in where, classic where Ron Swanson fashion, that belongs in the trash. Shoulder, please. Yeah. Gotta love him. We are such like. Pawnee. We are so Parks and Rec stereotypical yeah, in India. Yeah, correlate. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. my oh, yeah. life feels so similar. I'll watch an episode of Parks and Rec, no, and it reminds no, okay. me of either Indianapolis or, like, Lebanon, Indiana, for sure. Like, and then they talk about Eagleton, and I yeah. think Eagleton's, like, Caramel or Zion. I was, that was what I was gonna say. Yeah. Eagleton yeah. is Caramel. It doesn't yeah. help. I work in that area. Can confirm. <laughs> Can confirm. Like I've worked, yep, I've worked in Zionsville, for sure. Well, yeah. yeah. That's... Oh. <laughs> Eagleton's the worst. <laughs> I hate going up there. Where do these palm them. trees come from? Leslie <laughs> gets like locked up for I forget what the like scandal was in the episode, but she gets locked up in like Pawnee like, jail for hours. Yeah, <laughs> Pawnee <laughs> jail or Eagleton jail. Eagleton jail yeah. And they didn't. She's like they don't. They only have lemon scones here. Yeah. She's like offended by <laughs> breakfast options in the jail cell. <laughs> That's so funny. Man, I love that show. That's I'm a hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent. Ben. They tapped in <laughs> to that show. They tapped into Indiana, like uh, I don't know, like values for sure. Like in that yeah. show, like so well. I don't know if I don't know much about like the writing team responsible, but somebody has to have been like a Hoosier. Like there has oh, to yeah. be. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure. Or they just did a lot of research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just lived there for like six months and figured it out. <laughs> like, I get it. All you need. I get it now. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are amused by small things. <laughs> Accurate. You love you love your stuff. <laughs> yep. Punch burger. Mm. Punch, and then punch uh, burger is a punch, real yeah, place. Punch <laughs> I was there like two days ago. It's delicious. It is delicious. I they know brand themselves as like engorging people, but they totally. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. Oh man. Super good. Oh, I got a double. It's called a kid size because it's the size of a small child. It's the size of a small child. <laughs> child size. Child size. <laughs> oh my gosh. You that said was an excellent. Books. Oh my god. Shrewd. <laughs> he pulls it up and it's a full eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite part. It's just a full size piece of paper. What do you guys think of uh, Stranger Things could be hypothetically in the same universe as Parks and Rec? Ooh, I've never like thought well, about that much. Explain yeah. the connection. Yeah, I was like, that well, sounds well, like something that doesn't end up Indiana? on the front page of Reddit. Well, okay. One one uh, joking connection was that Steve is actually John Ralphio's dad. Oh my god! Because if you look at them side by side, he and they've like, like hung out together, they're like the same person. I think I've seen some like it's either Funny or Die or some other network like provided some clip of like that actor hanging out with. The dude who plays so are we? Like John Ralphio's actor. Those two people are like chilling together, and hmm. uh, I don't know. That's hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. That's wonderful. I like that that lore right there. Tell me more. What other like Reddit thread <laughs> like, possibilities do you have for me? 
Let me see here. Did you say Reddit thread possibility? Yes. <laughs> Nothing better than a good Reddit rabbit hole. Yeah, John yeah. Ralphio Saperstein is one of them. That Steve is actually John Ralphio's father. Um, <laughs> I made my money the old-fashioned way. I got run over by a Lexus. <laughs> by a Lexus. <laughs> Think uh, that's that's kind of weak. Yeah, need more of a head cut. Lexus, Lexus. <laughs> she's the worst. Uh, <laughs> his sister, she is the worst. The geographical distances between um, Pawnee what? and Hawkins from Indianapolis. Hawkins. Uh, character in Stranger Things was able to drive to quote unquote the big city and still make it home for dinner. Suggests that Steve ah. could logistically father John Fio. Oh my god. <laughs> Logistically, it's centered around Steve. They don't have I the mean, same last name, but I'm logistically, it would a work out. Bit, like deeper, but so it's this obviously a, on different timelines. So, or mental floss uh, article, so you know it's reliable. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I like the theorizing. I don't know. It's all right with me. I mean, we can. The more. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I think that's I that's the main this. thing. I'm but, always I'm always the narrative contrarian though. This has got to be it's got to be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there's any flaws. Get it out of here. Throw it out of here. Get it out of here. Brian fell asleep. <laughs> no. <sorry. laughs> it was convincing. Like Blake, every time we play Sea of Thieves. Like, what are you doing? I read that about what was it that you fell asleep at the sails. I love the idea the that somebody's helm, just like the ship and set I just fall sail asleep. and just like majestically like sailing out into the ocean. You just topple over. And then, and then the one night you fell asleep, Adult you sleep. weren't driving. You were supposed to be on anchor. I was like, go ahead and pull it now, 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 now. That's what woke you up too, was the sound of our ship crashing the island. You're like, oh, I totally passed out. I'll start patching the hull. <laughs> yeah, it's like seven holes in the bottom What was of the my response? They, well, that didn't go how it planned. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. God. I don't sleep much. And that game is so calming. Oh, it's, it's so lovely. You're just on the high thing. seas, you're just cruising along. It's sad when a game Nothing strikes such happening. an addiction. It's all I want to do lately. I'm just like, can we That's get this day over later. with? Yeah. yeah, so we're all hitting the seas. Let's have some chips. Some chips. What, do you think? Some chips. <laughs> what do you think of doing a shorter episode so that I can get food? So that what? I think he just like nonchalantly tried to tell us to wrap this shit up because we're trying to go sail. <laughs> <laughs> like another 15 minutes is what I'm saying. Okay, let's talk about other events real quick, like things that come to the area, and then y'all riff, and I'll come back and just just be like, oh, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. Uh, so, like, what other, what other non-food well, events happen? Well, we, we're getting ready to talk about Comic-Con, then. Yeah. Well, this Which is, is also yeah, that's, oh, that's where, that's where I'll jump back in. I oh. make it. The, yeah. This is. So, tell me all about comedy. But this is Indianapolis. Oh, after I eat my food, and all we do is food. We don't. Y'all just riff. I'll be back. Just, just riff. Just riff for thirty minutes. You just It'll want me fun. to cue some riff raff over the audio track or what? What? What's what up? Did you say, Joey? <laughs> did you huh? say something? What's that? Um, what? What other events do come to town? I feel like there's so many. Uh, Gen Con. Gen Con. When it comes around. I see. I've never been. I've like never indulged uh, thoroughly in Gen Con. Like I would. Nor love have to. I. 
Oh. I'm usually out of town for a cheese conference every weekend. Like, it shares a weekend usually with Gen Con. I don't think I'm going this year, so I'm fully anticipating, like, just guns blazing. Like, I'm going to cosplay the shit out of that and go and just be there all three days, and it's going to be rad. But Nice. I need to go. I've never been. Yeah, with, I've for been no, once. For no reason. I just never have been. It's kind of sad. I'm an embarrassment okay. to my inner nerd. I mean, you really got to be in the tabletop. You know, if you're See, if you're not into tabletop, Gen yeah. Con has nothing. Okay, for you. so here here's another thing. Indulge me. Um, describe <laughs> tabletop. <laughs> what is? Okay. is this like D and D. Anything from D and D to Pathfinder, GURPS. Do you find that Gen Con is mostly geared around um, uh, like role playing, like D and D or Pathfinder style uh, tabletop, or is it? I haven't like been into any of the conference halls, like to see like do we talk about like introductions to new board games or um I yeah know. i mean there is there's some board games that show up uh it, i would say it splits half and half between like role playing and like traditional minifig tabletop like warhammer and gotcha. like <laughs> that star wars legion game that just came out there's a bunch of them i do love um, me some star wars oh man oh man Always Star Wars. Although I, I did rewatch, that, I rewatched the newest movie, and like, there's just so much that I can't get behind with it. And oh, you want to you want to oh, talk about this? Or do we have this? Is, I, I don't know. Seen Last is, Jedi. Oh. Okay, so this is not the time to talk about it. <laughs> oh um, my gosh, I've got some is issues. Is gonna, I've got some gears that are grinded by that movie. I bet you that I could grease them right up for you. Oh, so you're for it? Yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. Well. I'm like 90% behind that movie. Me and you will have a talk later <laughs> because I've see, got one specific gears. topic that see you're not. You yeah, best. you're not greasing my gears. I'll see you at high noon. I'll friend. grease them up, bro. <laughs> Bring them on. What you got? It's high noon. It's high I know the reference still, though. Thank you. Good. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. We can even cut this out. We got to kill time till Brian gets back anyway. What is your problem? Joey? Yeah. What? Not you. No, not you, Katie. My problem? Joey. With the movie? Joey. Yes. Uh, well, she hasn't seen it, so I'm not going to be... Fine. Nah. Okay, I don't think it's that I'm big of a problem. I'm sorry to say I'm not very invested in Star Oh, Wars, okay. So well, if you're not very invested in, like, you give the go-ahead, here we go, Blake. <laughs> here we go. The whole Leia scene, and you know exactly which scene I'm talking about. Yeah. Unacceptable. Uh, why? Uh, because, one... I'm going to give you guys some space. Uh, I think like, you know, God rest her soul. Carrie Fisher dies in real life. So that scene in itself, they had a perfect opportunity to just end the character within the series. As sad as that is, you know, Kylo Ren's coming down, has the revelation last minute, doesn't pull the trigger, but it still happens. So now his yeah. mom's dead and he's got to live with that. Even though he had a change of heart, it still happened. And then that's the perfect way to send her off, you know, for the the greater narrative. But yeah. then she has this whole Mary Poppins moment. And throughout the entire history of the movie, she's always been force sensitive, not intuitive. Like what in the holy frick, like makes them think that just coming out with that, out of left field is acceptable. Well, because it, it's the implication, man. It's it's that she found out in Return of the Jedi that she could use the Force, 
And then by the time you get the last Jedi, it's been 30 years Fair. since then. Luke Fair. has trained her to use it. Luke hasn't trained anybody to do anything because he's all uh, hermited. Well, that that happened like 15 years after Return of the Jedi. Was it that long after Return? Yeah, you had to been because because well, I I've okay about, so my canon in like well what used to be canon in the comic universe where they get all that from like I'm not up to date on that stuff so like mm-hmm. maybe there's something in there that I'm missing that like doesn't hold valid to my whole argument. But I feel like it wasn't that long, was it? Because it was like it was short. Because think about think about Ben, Ben Solo. Yeah, I mean if Leia and Han, which I mean they had been like ten years. No, that couldn't have been ten years. Had to have been like five years. It'd have been shortly after the Jedi return. And then because by the time that he's that he turns on Luke, he's like. Well, he's got to be 18. Well, what do he... Or no, he's probably like 16. I yeah, because like, like at what point, you know, because like obviously Luke probably thinks a little different because he was trained very late, but like they're pretty strict on the age there. Right. But I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that scene I just... I, well, okay, so <laughs> scratch how they did the whole thing. You, I'll, you added a little grease to my gears. Okay. Like... Whatever they, I think that my biggest qualm with it is just like they've invited. I think she's going to get a bad send off now because they had a perfect scenario for the greater of the narrative to just write the character off right there. And that's true. I wish they just stuck to their guns on it. I don't know. I think that would have that would have been a good opportunity. But I think I think the greater like overarching objective of that was that they needed a way they needed a scene where she specifically hands off her role to Poe. And I don't think the way that they shot it initially, I mean, obviously they found out or she died like after they were done filming. Yeah. So I'm thinking the way that they had filmed the entire movie or had planned it, I don't know. I Right, because they, they, they still had a lot quite of the a bit of work. filming to finish, didn't they? Or Well, not quite a bit, but they had some. Or were they in final edit when she passed away? Yeah, they they were post production okay, so they, when she died. So it was kind of they had to go back and edit it, change something, know, yeah, change some things so that they can eventually kill her off. Because didn't the they? Next one. They already said they're not going to CGI her. her. No, yeah, they already said they will not recreate her with CGI. So yeah, even though it worked pretty good in Rogue One with Tarkin, oh my gosh, seeing that on IMAX screen, it looked like real life. Like, Did, yeah, like, whoa. That was pretty surreal. <laughs> I gotta say. Pretty crazy. I was like, that's Peter Cushing. He's dead as He's dead as He's dead as He was He's 90 when this movie came I out. I this movie. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Industrial light and magic, you've done it again. They're, they are incredible. The stuff they can do with CGI is incredible. That I'm pretty excited about the Disney era. The, I will say, too, another thing about the new movie, which... Didn't really bother me, but it was like noticeable enough to where I think that I wish they'd have cut back on it. Was just like the over the top attempt at Disney humor. Like, okay, yeah, they did it a few totally times where I think it took away from 
like the seriousness of a scene. Like after Kylo's done blasting Luke, like that was intense because you had no idea what was going on. And then like his whole like walk out of the dust and brush the shoulder, like smirk at the camera was like, mm-hmm. come on, man. That's yeah, like, a little bit too much. Yeah. Like it, it just it took the intensity out. You're right. It just it's straight like, took away from that entire buildup because it was like, oh, so like it's funny now. Right. Brian, they're Ugh. talking about Excuse Star Wars. Me. So, yeah. <laughs> so Indiana <laughs> Comic Con, let me here. tell you about that. So so in that. I, I totally agree with you. And the one that I really disagreed with, I can get past all of them except the prank phone call from the beginning. Like that oh. one, that one almost like just straight pissed me off. Cause I'm like, this is not, yeah, it, I this don't is know. not Star Wars. Cause it's like, always had like, scene. yeah, it's always had like the undertoned humor, but it's always been like in respect to how serious of a plot there is. And this movie is just too over the top. Too much. Yep. Too much. It, there was definitely moments like that. There's plots, lines that didn't need to be but, there. The main plot didn't make a whole lot yeah. of Yeah. But then like sense. holding true to what Disney is, like <laughs> every complaint you want to make about them adding that to a Star Wars movie, like watch any recent Marvel movie. And like same thing. While they're very good, I think it fits the Marvel movies better than it does the Star Wars right. series. It's the tone. Yeah. Like the tone's totally different. Between the two, it's like you go from like that prank phone call to like the BB-8 shenanigans where he goes down into the X-Wing and he's yeah. fixing all the shit and he like just can't plug all the holes or whatever. The, uh, what is that? Um, Vegas Vacation, Chevy Chase, where he's putting. Yeah. You yeah, know, he's like plugging a hole, and another one holes. springs a leak, and he's plugging that yeah. one, and he just slams his face into it, and it works <laughs> it, all of a sudden. You just see and then you jump straight goof. into a bomber scene where this chick like sacrifices herself for you know the rebellion, and it's supposed to be so emotional, like and but just gripping. And yeah. it's like, well, we just came out of this scene where you totally ruined the mood. So that's a good point. But yeah. don't worry because five minutes from now we'll roll straight back into poor attempts at humor. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'll you, give you that you, one. You man. haven't had enough humor. Here's a pork. Here's, Here's a pork. Here's a pork. <laughs> we, could, we couldn't edit them out, so we copyrighted <laughs> them. They're so annoying. So annoying. They were kind of funny, though. I mean, they were pretty funny. I love the <laughs> scene where Chewie's eating them. And the one on the his face is just like, at him. <laughs> like, oh god, why? <laughs> All right, let me talk about Comic Con. Yeah. Now that let's, I'm let's back and actually dedicated to the podcast, please. Thank you all for waiting for me. Yeah. (laughs) It was easy. uh, I've been drinking. It's good. Nice. So Comic-Con comes to Easter. Comes to Easter. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. If you build a Rewind. (laughs) Comic-Con's on its way. But it has been on Easter the last on the third day. Two years <laughs> on the third day, the nerds rose. Comic Con rose. <laughs> so um, Comic Con has been in Indianapolis for I think this is the f- fourth year, maybe I think. Right, um, but, but let's point out that it's not real Comic Con. Well, no, it's just Comic Con by name, and but right. I mean there are a lot of Comic Cons. It's not like right. you know. Can I explain that real quick? Just real yeah, quick, please do. Should, Ten seconds, actually, because like in my mind, I think of this like kind of like warp tour, like touring thing. That's right. Like, no. Comic Con comes to this city, and you're just it means a different entity altogether, right? Like mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Uh, appearances, different panels. I'm sure, just right. Totally different. Well, I mean, San Diego is the Comic Con. 
That's the real one. <laughs> the actual. Yeah, that's the one Comic-Con. you should go to. Um, but the thing is, when they created Comic-Con and they established it, they did not trademark it on purpose. So that if somebody just wanted to organize one in any city around the country, they could just uh, do it. They didn't have cool. to get permission. I didn't know that. Which is so, good for the culture, yeah. I'm sure. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely There's, a good idea. It's it's the problem with it is when they just start up, they can't get any guests, you know, and they always end up being like C list, B list. But this year, I'm sure Brian will tell us all been, about it. It was pretty they, good. I, they've gotten better every year. This year had an awesome crew. Well, like, OK, so my first year that I went, they had Carrie Fisher and that was awesome. I have a note on that yeah. as well. Yeah, let's hear what's your what's we're your just talking about Carrie Fisher. Right. Unfortunately, she's gone now. Unfortunately. Sad. But um, my brother-in-law worked her booth when she was here. Ooh. On my way. Yeah. So that's awesome. He met her and just worked next to her all day and said oh, that. That's pretty special to be able to hold that like kind of close to your heart in light of like her recent passing. I don't know. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, you say that. <laughs> yeah. Was she not? Does she turn out she, to be one of those ones? out of it. She, yeah, I guess she just, she wasn't very, very pleasant to be around while she was yeah, here. I mean, that's her life. Well, I mean, she thing, kind of you know? become a grumpy old lady. Yeah, uh, that was her MO, like straight up. Yeah. Just a grumpy old yeah. lady. She did whatever she wants. She said whatever she wants. Wow, that was not a sentence. She did whatever well, yeah, she wanted. She said whatever she wanted. She's she Princess wanted. Leia. She's Princess Leia forever. She's, uh, we don't have to go down the path of just like her um, coping with becoming like exploited from you know, an early age, like, on to... Oh, yeah. We don't have to go, get into those ethics. I mean, I just... I see where somebody would not be stoked to be sitting in a booth all day long. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's just listening to she, somebody go, oh, my God, I loved you, and yeah. blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Sign this yeah. picture of your face. Yeah. Sign this, uh, this picture sign of this boobs. bikini picture of you. <laughs> right yeah. from this 40 years ago. Slave sign this picture. picture of my girlfriend cosplaying as you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For $100,000 a weekend, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> So this year, they had uh, they had some really awesome guests. They had David Harbour, who plays Hopper on Stranger Things. They had James and Oliver Phelps, who were the Weasley twins. Ooh, nice. Uh, Sean Astin, who uh, it's just Sean Astin. Yeah, Sean Astin. He's, 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 he's Samwise. He's in Lord of the Rings. He's in he, Stranger uh, Things. Yes, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Uh, Bob, I'm pretty sure was Rudy. his name. Fifty uh, first day. Yeah, that was one of the first <laughs> things that he talked about was Rudy. Uh, he oh and uh, uh, Goonies. He was in Goonies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew I Lewis, who played. Good. Oh, I don't know. I think that's like the reason he was recruited for Stranger Things. Oh, just oh yeah, like absolutely. Like is, the, Stranger Things is Goonies like so much of the time. So oh yeah, like, so much. Yeah, but. Uh, Matthew Lewis, who played Neville in Harry Potter. Nice. Was he did, was he all he was hard bodied or soft body hero of the series in the end? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think he was only there for a day, and I think that's how I think that's why they had him and then the Phelps twins. Um, um was because he wasn't able to be there the whole weekend. So uh they had Jonathan Frakes, uh, who played Riker in Star Trek. Um, okay. Sean, uh, I believe that her name is Sean Young. Um, she was in Blade Runner. I'm kind of, I'm not totally original clear on her. Original or new? Original, I'm pretty okay. sure. Um, Michael uh, Bean, Bine, um, <laughs> he was uh, the first Terminator movie. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. He's the guy who goes back in time uh, in the first Terminator movie looking for John Connor, John Connor. to... 
or uh, his mom to stop. Yeah. Anyway, um, Wallace Shawn is the inconceivable. You know that guy. <laughs> inconceivable from Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Um, yeah. Renee O'Connor played um, Gabrielle and Xena Warrior Princess. Nice. Um, oh, I know William, her. She played yeah. uh, she played Ron's wife on Parks and Rec, doesn't she? No, that's that's Lucy Lawless. She played Xena. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So the other okay. chick. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Um, William B. Davis, who was Smoking Man and X-Men. X-Men? X-Files. <laughs> Not the same. Sure, my wife is cursing me because she's all about X-Files. Um, really? And then Walter Jones was the original. Oh, yeah. Uh, Always freaked me Walter out. Walter Jones was the original Black Ranger, so he was there, too. And uh, some awesome, I'm just, there's not that many people left, but these, there's <laughs> awesome voice actors. Um, oh, Kevin Conroy. Oh, man. Oh, so Batman. I, uh, and Nolan North and a bunch of other people. Overrated. Um, Nolan Veron- North. Yeah, Overrated. Veronica Taylor, who plays Ash Ketchum. Um, <laughs> nice. That's Jess, a nice little highlight. Oh, Pikachu. Yeah. Jess Harnell, who, or Harnell, who plays... Uh, Wacko from Animaniacs. Oh, Wacko! Yeah, mm-hmm. that's nice. Nice. So yeah, I mean, there's and there's a bunch of other people and like guest artists and other stuff like that. But I, the Kevin Conroy was the one that I was most excited for. Um, and like, I didn't realize that until I was going to a panel where he was supposed to be at. I notice I say supposed to be at, because <laughs> um, I'm I. I was talking to talking to Jenna after the like the panel before it. And I was like, man, like Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman is going to be at this next panel. They're going to read a bunch of uh, read a read a movie script and give each of the characters a different voice actor for every scene and give them a different like character voice. So you would read it was Beauty and the Beast and they read Bell as um uh, what's Gilbert got Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> so they like did different voices. So it was hilarious. Oh my God. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I took Snapchats. I took a picture of Jenna and I sit there. I'm like, Oh, I'm so pumped. And then <laughs> I did, I, 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 I did a video of all the people coming up on stage and then I said, Oh, and, and Nolan North and Carlos, whatever. And, and I'm sitting there and they finish and, my uh just this this look of like oh because kevin conroy wasn't there mm. and jenna looked over at me she goes i am so sorry <laughs> that sucks but it was good oh. it, wasn't, it was awesome he wasn't there he wasn't at that panel and oh. that was the only time that we had that i, I could have gone and, sit and saw him i gotcha but what a uh, i'm sorry <laughs> That's all right. I can just I'll just watch some some old Batman episodes. <laughs> yeah. So we, we're talking uh, Batman animated series. Is what oh yeah. 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 Animated uh, series. Those Bruce Tim illustrations are like the best in. Oh man. Like some of the best animation of all time. Let's be real. Like, By that, far. Absolutely. Incredible. Uh, mm-hmm. And like some of the best interpretations of those characters. Like I wasn't aware. Um, Conroy, you said Con. Kevin Con- Kevin Conroy, yeah. Conroy, mm-hmm. I didn't know the the name, but yeah, like his. Uh, his his per like his personal touch to Batman's character is incredible. Obviously, um, yep. Uh, 
up against Mark Hamill's Joker. Hamill. It's like, I was like, oh, I'm about to call him that, Ham. They just, they just <laughs> all Mark Ham. so well. Yeah, Mark, Mark Ham. Mark Ham. Mark Ham. Uh, Mark Ham. He's a Hamill, right? I mean, just iconic uh, interpretations of those characters. And mm-hmm. just, I don't know, introduction of like Harley Quinn. And I don't know, like that series is just so, so good. Um, also compared to, I was curious. I, I mean, I myself am not a huge like Marvel or DC like aligned uh, fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you compare, like, I know different universes, but when you compare the fact that, like, the um, X-Men animated series was out at the same time as the Batman oh, yeah, animated yeah. series, it's laughable. It like, is laughable, you're right. I can't believe it sometimes, just, like, the lack of, maybe not lack of energy, but there's so much more love and, like, uh, mm-hmm. um, artistic passion put into the Batman animated series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just such that a style. Like, Should have been up yeah. to par with that, but I don't know. <laughs> that's oh yeah, that's a bummer they didn't get to catch him. But uh, that's okay. Also, mutual love for that era of animation. So good. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I did see. I did see Hopper the twins and Sean Sean Astin. Nice. And, I heard uh, that Sean Astin's like a beast dude. He, he nice? is. He was he's super dead. cool. It seems like, like he would be. I've heard like uh, you know tellings of like him being like a down to earth human being. But was he Hobbit yeah. size? <laughs> he he was. They struck uh, him down for the occasion. He was Rudy size. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, actual size. He he came out, and most of the time with these panels, they have a moderator who is like, "And now introducing and and all that stuff." He just. Came out with a microphone, like grabbed a chair from behind the table, sat out front, and was like, "Oh, it's raining." Oh, dude, we're under he, a he tornado. He pulled up a watch. chair and oh, jeez, and sat out front and was just like, "Hey, yeah, great to see you guys." Well, I love indie, and he's he's oh, he's just like the most personable guy you would ever meet. It was awesome. That feels good. It's good <laughs> yeah. To know. Yeah. Makes it's a rewarding feeling to know that like you're maybe not idols, but like sometimes in that case, but the people that you just revere in like high regards, whether it's like cinematic um, personalities or just people that you've just been familiar with your entire life, you get to like see them as actual people and they don't let you down. Like there's nothing better in the entire world, mm-hmm. that sensation. But I get like the biggest sorry, stage. Karen Fisher was the, <laughs> the bummer. Like the- I, <laughs> I enjoyed seeing Karen Fisher for her panel. That was it I bet was she was a riot, interesting. Dude. I bet she was. She was. Oh man, she was. She and just shot straight from the hip. Yeah. And like, that's her no, style. No holds bars. No she had her dog. Bed. Yeah. Was the bulldog? No, lady. she didn't. Nah. But just grew thick skin over the years, you know. Yeah. Just oh yeah. Necessity or otherwise, but. The yeah. Phelps twins, though they that was an annoying panel. Really? No. Was it not? Not because of them, but because of the fans. The fans. Oh gosh. Fangirls specifically, I guess. Well, every (laughs) single person who got up there to do questions because they have they have two two microphones, so they have two lines and they alternated for questions. And uh, did they uh, did they respond in like uh, true like Weasley fashion, where it was like back and forth, like finishing each other's sentences? No, no, that would have been. I mean, that's ridiculous. That that would be horrible if they were expected to do that. (laughs) It's in the contract. It's in the culture for Indiana. You guys speak as one person. Yeah. One, one person, so we pay you both half. <laughs> <laughs> so every time somebody would come up, they would be like, "So, um, my name is whatever." 
Uh, and what's I just, the recommended amount of vegetated uh, whales? <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> oh my god! I don't even know what you said. <laughs> oh, you've never seen that clip. I'm gonna link you that clip. I'm sorry. No, link it to it. Oh no! That Continue. Is... Edit. But sorry. They, it's they so were good. all like. They were all like. Um, I just want you to know, first off, you're my favorite characters in the Harry Potter series, and you're the entire reason why I came to this Comic Con. Oh my god. And after, and so like, like, okay, thanks, that's man. That's nice, but, yeah. you know. Two, two people get that pass. After that, it's it's like, no, you're you're done. We, we all know. Yeah. We, we know. <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're taking up time here. <laughs> so that was super annoying. David Harbour was awesome like you know he's <laughs> i don't know if you've seen any of the uh stuff that he's done online Mm-mm. but like some girl oh, i don't remember i bet he's got the time, best dad some, jokes he's he's so, he's so cool <laughs> and he's actually he's actually kind of close to his character awesome in real life just kind of like a mm, okay all right kind of guy <laughs> yeah but he uh he gosh well well on twitter one time so he this girl um made a shout out to him about i think um asking him if he would be in her senior photos with it with her and he was like yeah on my way (laughs) 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 so there's (laughs) on my way on my way like his his panel was awesome rooting it huh (laughs) (laughs) so his his panel was awesome um people had reasonable questions uh until the very last person who um got up to the microphone and said first off and she screamed well well where's well oh god and we're all like, is that like one of those instances where you're just so embarrassed for somebody like you don't even want to be yes. there? You just like create your whole body. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, um, you're just like, oh. Or she probably thought that was going to be like the most remarkable like moment. Of- she, she I, well, her next, oh. her like, she's like, but um, my actual question is, what oh, are your no. suggestions for somebody who wants to get into voice acting? Oh, stop. And all of us she's immediately in our minds are like. Uh, don't. Don't do that. <laughs> don't. Our best yeah. First of all, that should <laughs> like, not don't. be. This girl thought she was like, this is going to be her breakaway ticket. Like, if she impresses David Harbour, then she's going to big time, you know. Poor lady. And that's not how it played so out. that was her audition? <laughs> that was her audition well. right there in the middle of Comic-Con. But he was a cool dude. <laughs> he handled it well. He's going to be Hellboy. Yes, he's gonna be what? millions of times about incredible. it. Yeah, he's yes. he's like it's gonna be dark, and yes. it's, he's like I want to do Hellboy oh, justice. Yes, I'm into I'm it. Super cool. Getting excited for that because like the yeah, I like Ron Perlman. I'd vote for that dude for president. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, <laughs> Ron just for the jaw. Oh just yeah, the just the in the just cigar. That, that his chin has more uh, uh, diplomacy than diplomacy altogether. <laughs> so yeah, y'all y'all should go to Comic Con next year. I've never I'll been. I need to. Try. It is so good. It's just it's just a good time. There's like improv groups. There's it like even if you don't want to walk the exhibit hall floor. Like there, there's there are panels and stuff for everything. That I saw an advertised uh, panel um, that was um, what was it like comic restoration? 
possibly. Did could I be. see that? Yeah, um, that could have been And that looked of... incredibly nerdy and fascinating, and I love that. Like, <laughs> I, I took some art history classes, and I love, like, preservation cl- like stuff is really cool. But Yeah. We um, always go for uh, the improv comedy group Penguin Knife Fight. Penguin Knife Fight. They're hilarious. Yeah. They come from Florida. Okay. And they do it for free, and they <laughs> just sell, sell merch. That's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Florida. 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 <laughs> The thank you, the panel that stood out in my brain, and I know I'm railroading this episode here. Um, It's fine. (laughs) Last year or two years ago, they had a a guy who was going to talk about the science behind comic books, like how all this could work. You know, if Superman could lift a car, a car is usually X amount, and then he punches the, you know, the moon. How much force would it take? The physics of like, I gotcha. That's yeah. Awesome. So, so we were like, all right, cool. We went in there, and he's, he's like, nah, I'm gonna talk about plate tectonics, and starts talking about like Pangea and stuff. He's got like totally cardboard unrelated. slides. Don't know about Pangea. <laughs> My favorite line in that whole oh, video. It's so good. Brain thirsty. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't call them brain names. Don't call them brain names. I don't know. I don't know. It's oh, uh, Pillow Talk. Lil Dicky. You've got to watch it. But you have to it's watch amazing. the video because the so audio is great, right, but well, the video makes yeah. it. I'll exchange you my real human being video for your Lil Dicky video. Perfect. So, Perfect. Great. Well, that's our show for this week. I hope you enjoyed the first episode of Bit by Bit Hipfire, and maybe we piqued your interest to check out the Indianapolis area sometime. We frequent places like Kingmakers and Fat Dan's, so if you're in the area and want to hang out with the Bit by Bit crew, drop us a line or hit us up on Discord. We'd be more than happy to show you around the great city of Indianapolis. Special thanks to our guests, Katie and Joey. Shout out to our content manager, Zane, our sysadmin, Matt, and our community manager, Thomas. Music in this episode is by Jazar at betterwithmusic.com, copyright ccby-sa. Coming up soon is our 50th episode, as well as our one-year bit-by-bit anniversary. It's crazy. It's already here, you guys. So be on the lookout for a special episode with some pretty cool guests coming soon. Well, from all of us here at the Bit-by-bit podcast, keep it real and make it count. So, Katie, real quick before we get too far into the episode, uh, something that we always do on the show is whenever we have new people. She's not new. We uh, have you present your nerd. She's resume. been on before. What? When? No, she hasn't. She's been mm-hmm. on before. Yeah, yeah she the has. drunk episode. Not with the episode. That doesn't well, count. Those aren't real episodes. Okay, a refresh. Oh, I'm not ready okay. with the refresh, Rez. <laughs> right. I think I should, you guys should well, probably throw so. up your little X hand motions. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> refreshed Rez. Got no, it. No, it's fine. No, let's skip over it. Uh, Resurrected Rez. No one gets two resumes. <laughs> you no. Nobody, nobody gets two resumes. I've grown so much. So, now that I brought the show to a home. I've got a cool microphone now, guys. <laughs>